But you could call me the can man, because anybody can get it. Unbelievable! Dana! 60 G's, baby! <laughs> Play clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler! Welcome to episode 38 of the Spitballing Podcast. I'm Luke Byron, just a two-man team today. I'm joined by Troy Weaver. Um, not too much to talk about today. Considered maybe giving it a week off, but got to get into UFC 217. Right. And as gonna stay here, aren't we? We're yeah. going to take a week off. And then as uh, two Arsenal fans, we'll get into that a bit after and vent some frustrations. <laughs> but um, just to kick us off then, uh, as we do each week, anything interesting you've done in the last... A week or so, Troy. Wow. Other than work. <laughs> uh, I was explaining to Luke just before we came on air about yeah. how I completely ruined the biggest card of the year by <laughs> uh, going out and getting a bit too drunk and coming home way before the fights all started, like I planned to, but I was in no good state of mind or condition to watch any of them until the next morning. But uh, luckily I managed to, you know, keep yeah. all the spoilers away. So I was, uh, you know, I still watched them live, as it yeah. were, in my main, in my mind. So yeah. yeah, nah. Yeah, great card anyway, but not much else. What no. about yourself? Well, like, like, you know, I, I went to the Arsenal Red Star game last oh, Thursday. Yeah, that was. Sh- yeah. Shambolic, nil-nil. Travelled down there with Liam. It was kind of summed up. We got to the game. We got there nice and early, to be fair. Got in our seats. We had great seats. And Liam texted his brother right before he was about to start a picture of the pitch. Yeah. said, jealous, with a question mark on there. <sighs> he had no reply until the final whistle went, and then literally, bang. Yeah. Just had a text in, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he sent the same photo into our group chat. Yeah. Right? And everyone was like, yeah, nice view and everything like that. And I thought, hopefully the game's a bit decent for well, you both. But, yeah. He jinxed it right before. Like, the game was literally about to start, and mm. he went, there's no way we can't see goals here. Yeah. <laughs> literally yeah, cursed like, uh, it. Put feel, not feel where uh, Jack Wilshire out on the left wing is something that's always <sighs> it's awful. You know, you're not going to get much creativity out of the boys that way. No, and then like the reason we weren't on yesterday, and this is a bit later, is I went to see the Killers yesterday in Birmingham, which should have been quite easy. Got into work, five, uh, had to get up at five thirty to get in for seven, which was bad enough. Mm. Then uh, left nice and early, got all the way to Birmingham. We killed some time actually because. We were thinking we don't want to be there too early, queuing all the awful support acts and that. We literally go into park and Sam, I think he's been on it before, went to uh, check the postcode on the ticket and he went, oh shit, I forgot the tickets. Oh no. We're literally in Birmingham, this is at about quarter past six. What the he's, hell? he's then gone, because <laughs> basically we, we drove to the Labagum with House and then got out switched over cars he actually got the tickets out and went look I've got them I put them safe in my bag yeah yeah put his bag back in his car we then switched over cars we've driven straight back to Cheltenham taken about an hour and ten minutes yeah quickly swapped cars at least it weren't London I suppose yeah Yeah. that's the thing switched over got in the car went straight back 
got in with time to spare, so we were actually moaning the killers weren't out early enough. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's actually all right then. Yeah, they came on at nine, and we got in about 10-2, I think. Oh, that's the same then. That's yeah, same. so we literally just about nailed it. Yeah. But no, that that was traumatic. That's to be fair, it's all right for me because I don't drive, so I was just saved me having to just <laughs> stand there <laughs> yeah, ages watching a band I didn't want to see. This is the thing about us non-drivers. We yeah. always pass the blame on to others in any way. Well, yeah, this was the thing. Go like, with the flow. I said, to, I said to Sam, and I said, like, if this was the other way around, he would not have been as calm as me and Rich. We both kind of said, "Oh, no worries. We'll still, we'll still make it. It'll be all right." Mm. I said, if it was the other way around, he would have gone absolutely nuts, like in a peep show where Mark thinks Jeremy's forgot the turkey and he just starts screaming at it, <laughs> red faced. Yeah, <laughs> we thought it would have been like that. But no, thankfully I, I did manage to see the UFC. So if we get onto that, we'll kind of spend a bit of time on the main card fights and we'll just gloss through the prelims. So, I mean, it started out early and we had um, <clears throat> Ricardo Ramos against um, Ayman Zahabi. And oh yeah, yeah, I remember that yeah, fight now. I yeah. backed Zahabi. Yeah, so did I. Just, yeah. just off of name alone, that's what and I then went off of. It was going well. I think he lost the first. I tuned in about halfway through the first round. Yeah. Um, second round, he got his jab going. And then yeah, that yeah, that classic Zahabi jab. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then third the round, star, if you will. third round, it was like, all right. It's going okay. He's doing well. And then Ramos went to throw a uh, spinning back elbow, missed it. And then, as if he didn't know it was coming, he literally threw the exact same shot yeah, again, yeah. perfectly on the and button, out cold. Joe Rogan demonstrated how great of a commentator he yeah, is he, just by he, calling it. And yeah. he, like, he does that time and time again, doesn't he? The more you yeah. listen to, to you know his, well, his commentary on UFC, he, I suppose when you study it martial arts in that way, you can see the... The you know the subtle yeah. movements in the body as he calls them or whatever you know but yeah he calls yeah, it and he he's, he's looking to spin here he's yeah. looking to spin here and, bang. Mm. and that was horrid like a great stoppage by the ref because he made sure literally no other shot was landed yeah, you could see serious. his eyes I was surprised that was only the second in history of yeah clean yeah yeah I thought that was back weird as well it just um, seems like a common shot that yeah it looks worse as well kind of like um, Khan with it might have been the Canelo one I'm not too sure I think it might have been the Prescott one. Um, but you know where you can see that out, but you can see them trying to sit back up and their eyes are clearly dazed and they're yeah, like rocking yeah. like that and it looks so much worse. And the mouth's going and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know there's know nobody home. Mm-hmm. So we had that and then next one we had kind of what the first two fights should have showed us pretty much, just what a mental night it was going to be. Yeah. So then we had the Curtis Blade against Alexi Olenek, which I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, I actually thought Leniak was gonna um, would would win. Like I, I mean, he's been he's been sort of uh, catch my eye on the prelims well, he a fucked lot. Me over lately. with the Travis Brown fight, yeah. where he got hurt early and then choked him out. Uh, Von Flew choked, wasn't it? I think that's that's what he's been doing yeah. a lot. But and yeah, he seemed like a well. Even when they were calling this fight, they were saying that he had no yeah. like. He seemed like a street fighter. Yeah. Like it was funny to watch. Well, this was like, entertaining. It's that classic thing which. You can you can tell, and I don't know why they ask, although I know they have to. Where he went down, Blades has got carried away. I don't know if I'd say this one was dirty. We'll get onto another one later, which I think was dirty. But this one, I didn't think was dirty. It looked like it was like an instinctive thing. He's trying to get back up. Whether he was trying to kick the body, he didn't mm. really make a yeah. See, I suggestion don't see, either way. Yeah, it's not much reason to be doing that. No. anyway, is there really to no. be going in and you know for the kick yeah. of the body? And he literally clipped the ear, and then the ref, the ref has straight up stopped it, and then he's 
called the doctor in because he's obviously thought he's kicked him hard. Yeah, and I and think it's because he wasn't such an experienced ref as well. Yeah, it didn't help just him, just did New it? York. Yeah. And it's that stupid thing where they say to the fighter, are you okay? And it puts mm-hmm. the fighter in a position because he was getting battered. Yeah. And it was the same, although not getting battered, with the Musashi Weidman one, where as soon as you give the option, then it just gives you a cheap way to win. Yeah. And it's just so it's just so stupid, but yeah, obviously there was that. But they did eventually they then clarified it and said that they then saw that the kick hadn't connected, but because he'd said how hurt he was, then they could see that he must be like out of it from the beat and he's taken prior. Yeah, and so, so that's got why the they win. called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was, I mean, Although at least he didn't get disqualified. Yeah, you know, it like, did rob it was... like you of a, of a finish kind of thing. Like he said himself, yeah. that's not how I want to win. No. But yeah, I do think when you're when you're sort of going for a kick and the person's on the ground, I do think it mostly time it must be just a rush of blood yeah, in the head yeah. because I don't see why you're doing it. No. There's not a move that you're going to do. That's it's that kind effective. of like it's where you have to find the difference between the art form and it being fighting because, like, obviously, fighting wise, your instinct is someone's hurt, you're going to finish them, however it is. Mm. But you've got to make the difference, haven't you? And you've got to obviously come within the rule set. Um, we then had Randy Brown against Mickey Gore, which I said last week I thought Gore would win, but I thought yeah, it was thought the upset well. on the card if there was going to be one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And first round, Brown comes out, wrestles the life out of Gore. He, he seemed like he really, basically was ignoring everything his corner was saying. Yeah. That's all I could understand. He mauled him though, didn't he? He was yeah. like... I, I think he was knackered. Yeah, the Basically, first round. Yeah, that's how I've seen it. He seemed like he was really tired because they kept saying to him like... Um, uh, you know, you've got him in the stand yeah. this year, you've got him. And he kept saying, yeah, it was almost like he didn't want to say to them, I can't fucking yeah. carry on standing yeah. up with him. I just want to lie <laughs> on top of him, please. But yeah. Carry on, second say. round, complete opposite. Gore just mauls him. Yeah. Yeah. Around. And the third round comes out and Brown takes him straight down. And it was just a complete repeat. He actually mugged him because right at the end, with about 10 seconds to go, he just goes out. Told, yeah, come on, let's up. get up then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then laughs. But no, yeah. that was quite impressive by him. And, I suppose it shows that Gaul has come in and he's got the pr- names with CM Punk, which we don't read too much into, but he beat Sage Northcutt. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, I was quite surprised. Uh, well, one of my friends said to me, like, they were surprised that he was so low down the car. Yeah. I, yeah I thought, it's weird. Really, I mean, he didn't. He, they could have him on a fight night as well, they, a main event, well, they really, kind of, you know? They kind of let the hype go because he got injured after the... Yeah, I was going to say, Sage his 11 months out didn't help him, no. I don't think. That's not helped him in an And he's not had any adversity at any point of his career, so this was no. the first time he's had it. Because, I mean, I think he got cut in the fight with Northcutt, but he's still, it was like, as soon as I take you down, it's going to be over. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And also, if you think there was a case of where, like, for Sage Northcutt, he was like a big lightweight coming up. Yeah. And, you know... Uh, Mickey Gawley's a natural welterweight really isn't he so yeah but then um, with that fight he's going to improve probably from the experience I know it's like a cliche thing but he'll have learnt more in that than he will have all his previous fights yeah and uh, with Brown it just shows the importance of being tested because although he's lost he's been in there with the likes of Bilal Mohammed is the most yeah the name that stands out to me um, and obviously, then he knows when it gets tough that he can he carry on pulling good grip, through, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. It, I mean, it was getting stirred up all week, and Mickey Gall is a guy who is going to engage in the trash talk. You can mm. get a name kind of off him now because he's yeah, he's kind of, yeah, he's got some sort of name yeah. out there, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, then from there, we had um, 
Ovin St. Prue against Corey Anderson. So at this point, I'd bet on uh, Zahabi, I'd bet on Gaul, and then I put another bet on Anderson oh, to, beat, to beat OSP. Because OSP came in on sh- like 10 days short yeah. notice, wasn't it? He, he was the favourite, but I fancied the wrestling of um, yeah. Corey Anderson. Obviously, I see, we, yeah. Yeah, we're going to get on to the fact he loses, but since he's changed his nickname to Overtime, He's been knocked out in every fight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I thought, I thought when I uh, with the with the matchup, I looked at it almost like similar to the Manua matchup. Yeah, but almost like Saint Prue's not quite as good yeah. at striking and though, but he's got a bit more he looked, grappling skills. But... He looked like he was struggling when he was getting backed up, Anderson. But then mm. he took over with his wrestling. He was taking him down. He was controlling him. It was literally just when they stood up, he couldn't fight going backwards. As soon as he got pressed back, and then. He was probably 2-0 up going yeah. into the third. Yeah, he had to win that, for, he, that fight. Yeah. They said to him, didn't they, in the, in yeah. the corner, I mean, they even, I think they even oosered him. Yeah. Like, they told, you know, they was like, you've got to win this round. Like, he got yeah. hurt in the in the like last seconds of the first round, Corey Anderson, and then he got up and he was mm. like, just completely fresh. And he got hurt in the second, but then he carried on dominating yeah. the whole, it was kind of like um, Bisping Hendo, where... People were giving Hendo rounds because he was landing like one the, big the shot around. Big shots, yeah. yeah. As opposed to the And then the rest the of the round, he was yeah. being controlled. Mm-hmm. And then, kind of, I called this, um, and I felt quite pleased with it after, because you could see that um, OSP in that final round, he'd thrown the kick earlier and he came you close. See, and he kept twitching fights. his shoulder where he yeah. was like cocking it to put all the weight to spin yeah. it back round. You can see the way he fights that he's cocking yeah. that big left foot to come and flying over. Obviously, he's caught it perfectly. It was uh, one of them nice knockouts where they go flat backwards yeah. and yeah. he's just completely slept. Like, it's probably a nicer knockout that Corey Anderson can receive. Like, he's, if you're going to get knocked out, got... I, I'm, that's probably one of the better ways yeah. I'd probably want to go. Just a nice clean kick yeah. to the back of the neck. Because he had the one <laughs> um, with... Manawa, where it was literally, he was doing all right, went for the takedown, didn't yeah. work, one shot, bang. Yeah, slept. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we've had that there. And then weirdly, just above that was Mark Godbeer and Walt Harris, which if any should have been on the fight past prelims, it probably was this, unless they were looking to push Walt Harris maybe as one of their new guys. Yeah, so coming yeah, straight off the strange one. Yeah. Thing. He was probably controlling the fight but he wasn't dominating like the biggest favourite on the card should he was looking for the takedown and Godbeer sprung back up and then the refs come in between them said stop and there's been about a second and a half gap and then he's thrown a dirty head kick round the corner of the ref oh nine, yeah. now I yeah. know what you're talking about yeah. yeah he's thrown it round the corner of the ref and then he's been saying I didn't, you didn't grab me yeah. and I saw these Americans on Twitter who must have been like trained with him or something and they were saying Oh, that's not him. The ref should have grabbed him. Uh, the ref is in between the two of them. He stretches round the ref to connect it, and the ref. And you think you would? I was about to say stop. you'd think you'd hear that yeah. anyway. He said, I didn't I mean? hear you, and if you didn't hear him, you would have seen him so. in the prelim crowd where it's still not full yet. You know what I mean? To be it's fair, rammed. To be fair, that crowd was as lively as like, they they well, were. They were popping. Actually, yeah, by the actual prelims, yeah, because yeah, the fight pass ones are still yeah. low. I suppose they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were popping from it. That yeah. crowd was really good. Um. Just finally, then on the prelims, then we can get on to what we really want to talk about. Um, so we had then James Vick and Joseph Duffy, where Vick, he made a point because obviously he wins this fight and people were saying to him uh, they don't want to fight him because of how big he is. And he's like, what do you mean? I, I've never missed weight. Mm. Although he's like six foot one fighting at lightweight, which is ridiculous. 
but obviously it was back and forth going into a nice fight, nice rhythm once he got his jab going. Because I didn't know, he kept pushing his front kick out and I didn't know if it was like a range find or if he was just horribly inaccurate with it. Yeah. Eventually I think it was an uppercut he caught and then he finished him with a second to go. Yeah, I think what you said about it, just the height of him, yeah. just double check there, he's actually 6'3". I mean, that's pretty unheard of yeah. him at 155. And he, makes weight. he said like he a, makes it fine as well. Yeah, he's like a beanstalk, yeah. I guess. Like, yeah. Yeah, because his front kick. Harsh would know for Joe Duffy, I suppose. Where yeah. does he go from here now? Like, you know, he's had a couple of tough last few yeah. fights, and yeah, but, but he's he's. I don't know. I guess he's still a. He's not a draw of any sort, really. But he's he's a good fighter, though. You well, know Vic, what I mean? Vic said after the fight, he said, "I'm eight and one in the UFC. How many eight and one guys do you know that aren't ranked?" Yeah, he said, "I want that main event spot on a fight night in, in the on the fight night in Texas." Okay. And then Kevin yeah. Lee actually said to him, I noticed you didn't call my name out, kind of hinting at it. So that would be a far I'd, I'd be more than down for. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. We just want to see Definitely. him. I think it's because he stepped up, and I can't remember the name it was. He stepped up. I'll check now. He stepped up against someone, and he and it's and he lost by knockout. Oh, it, what, he stepped up into Wildweight? Um, no, he kind of stepped up for a ranked guy. Oh, okay, okay. It was um, Benil Dariush. Oh, okay. He stepped up. That was his one step up at UFC 199. Right. And uh, that he, might have been a, lost necessarily there. a short, short notice fight then. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, but I just I know he lost it, and that's when he went back down. But then mm. he beat um, Trujillo with a dash choke, and then he's beaten Marco Polo Reyes with punches, and then obviously Duffy with punches as yeah. well. Um, people were complaining about the stoppage, but I noticed it was um, Irish people complaining about the stoppage. <laughs> so. Yeah. And the people who just complain about any stoppage, they want to see a fighter absolutely like brutalized. Yeah, of course. Before. Yeah. Just because there's one second left doesn't mean you you let it. It's like the ref isn't looking at the timer, and you can't. It's the, yeah, it's the same with like the yeah the crowds are just yeah it's a strange one. Yeah. Just, we'll get onto it a bit later on with the TJ fight, but that's a similar thing yeah. as well. TJ getting abused for yeah. not much reason. Like, I mean. Yeah. Have you seen the whole main card? Have you seen the Johnny yeah. Hendricks fight? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I. I, I I took special interest in that fight just simply because of last week when we spoke on that particular one. I said, this guy looks like a bit strange. Yeah. You know, he looked a bit, a bit special. Yeah. And, uh, well, he sort of backed it up a little I mean, bit, didn't he? We should mention that Rory did say Johnny Hendricks oh, yeah. was going to win. <laughs> yeah. And he said, um, I think he said comfortably, which <laughs> everyone gave him a funny look for. Yeah. But, no, this one, he looked really good. Um Hendricks obviously isn't the same fighter that he was, and did, no. you, did you see it? Did you see it the way in where he 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 had to strip down to make weight, considering now he's at a higher weight class. Okay. And just before he was going to get on and strip down, he like walked out in front of the media and started addressing them, and he said, "Before all you people start writing negative stories about me, Hendricks miss weight, Hendricks miss awful." He said, "I forgot to weigh my underwear." He said, and my underwear weighed more than I thought it did. What? And this is why now I just have to strip down. <laughs> so he's like, so no negative stories because I know he's where all you live. Yeah. And it was like, he's properly lost the plot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's had a few shots in his head. That's for certain. Yeah. Um, he, he seems, he seems cuckoo anyway. And you look yeah. at him, he doesn't have to even talk. He looks a little bit like a Grand Theft Auto character. Yeah. Like someone who you don't want <laughs> to cross. Yeah, a little bit of a Trevor on him, yeah. I mean, I don't want to slate the heart because he could have quit in the fight far sooner. Oh, than yeah, no. Nah, there's, no, there's no heart like he, Johnny Hendricks. But. He landed some nice leg kicks, which he was getting off with. Yeah. 
but it looked like usually when you see the opponent smile, it's like, oh, he's hurt. But this mm. one was kind of like, as soon as he hit him and he smiled, it was kind of like, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he looks like um, like a super... It's like, going to be interesting when someone like can bring him into later character. rounds, doesn't it? Because of the, yeah. the way he's built. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, his, I think that's his 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 ticket is yeah. get him out early. And we've been sceptical on here. We've spoken about PDs on here several times. I didn't like that. As soon as he won, I saw a lot of um, fighters saying he must be on PDs. Mm. Derek Brunson straight away said, yeah, I'm not fighting him. He's on PDs. Yeah, see, I don't know. See, I don't know where that where they can warrant that he's from. Brazilian. Because yeah, the, the thing is, <laughs> I mean, they're fighting in Madison Square Garden. I'm sure they're getting tested. Yeah, you know, like you saw, there's the big bollocks right yeah. there. They don't, and and come on, I mean, the guy's what? Like I'm just looking now. He's six foot one. That's that's standard sort of size. He's just very thrown everyone built, off and bloke. changed his name. He doesn't want to be called yeah, was, anymore. Yeah, now he's Horacino back to Paolo Costa. We were re- referring <laughs> yeah. to him last week. Yeah, yeah. Then it was Paolo so. Henrique Costa, and now he doesn't want the Henrique in there. <laughs> Brazilians they just go whatever they want don't they it would be called Ronaldo yeah. next week so. but he was really good where Hendricks was clearly hurt and he was still picking the shots nicely yeah yeah he was very clinical he went to the body which I really liked as mm. well that that body kick right, he was getting right under yeah. the ribs with it yeah. and he was getting it right at the point of the kick it wasn't like um, he was pulling it I know what you mean he wasn't catching him early or late yeah, yeah he, he was, was getting, getting it right, right on uh-huh. the end so, like they said you dig those toes yeah. right under the ribs and uh, Hendricks, if he has made had trouble making the weight, then that's not going to help. No. Um, are we saying we hope Hendricks retires now because? Yeah, I mean, I don't. We see don't really want to see him. him take much more, and he is just he is a name, so he's still going to constantly get fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he will definitely, but like Belfort and Machida and that, and they've got a bit more. The UFC still has something there where they have a name that is going to sell cards, so it's not they don't want to put him in with the biggest killer. Mm. to get rid of them so they're going to kind of put them in with maybe their number three guy who's going to beat them but they're not going to say I don't want you don't want to fight anymore Yeah. whereas Hendrix yeah. you don't have that name they're going to put you in with a killer <laughs> to make a name off you and yeah, of you horribly and, and yeah and get you hurt again like BJ again, Penn again. where there was only so many times you could sell him down the river and then it was like right you're in with your ear now mm-hmm. this is you done and we're pushing him yeah 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 and it's a ruthless business, but it's what you got to do. It's Cerrone. You see him start being on his back legs. Darren yeah. Hill, we see the talent in you. You get in there. Yeah, this is true, yeah. It's, that's just the inevitable, isn't it, in, yeah. in competition? It's smart. It's, it's like the WWE thing where yeah. you, um, you've got to sell. And when you, when the wrestler retires, you've got to sell the next guy. It's a never-ending story, yeah. as Vince McMahon once yeah. coined the phrase of. You know, like it's the only thing that has no off-season. Yep. Um, they it keeps going every week, yeah. And so it's the same with with UFC because we've been, you know, it's definitely going a lot more spent sports entertainment wise. Not obviously with fake or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. The entertainment side yeah. of it is massive. That's why we're seeing know? things like Bisping GSP. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if we get on to the next fight, then I mean, we kind of had a vested interest in this one, having Wonderboy yeah. on the show last week, wanted him to do well, apart from Jack who <laughs> yeah, wanted Masvidal, but. This was maybe not the firefight that some people hoped for, but no one has really done this to Masvidal where they beat him so clearly. Every fight that he's lost, really, he's had an argument for winning. Like I don't think he yeah. beat Maya, but there was an argument. Yeah, there. like a lot of split decisions yeah. and stuff. Uh-huh. And Wonderboy made him look pretty amateur. Because yeah, he... Wonderboy kind of like 
for a spanner in the works, really. I don't think he. I don't think people wanted him, or rather the the rankings didn't need him to do that no, because the, he's kind of like he's still hanging about. And he reminded us why why we like him because yeah. the kicks and. He yeah, yeah, he 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 set up with his very karate style. He didn't was he? mixing his punches in more than I was mm. used to him doing as well, and he looked like he was more willing. Not there's a difference between being willing to trade and stupidly trading, yeah. which we'll get onto. But he looked like he knew he picked his spots nicely for when to put his head in the mix and, and yeah. throw tra- throw punches. I feel like, I mean, you can't you can't condition your chin, but. I, it's almost as if, like, for... Because he got dropped against Woodley twice. Um, yeah, and, and also just for the fact of that Woodley's such a dangerous counter-puncher. Does it? And and that's his whole style and thing. And I think he, I don't think he had, had that same fear going in against Masvidal because Masvidal was going to knock one you out with guy. 10 got yeah. punches, you know? And yeah. Does it not kind of show as well just how technical Woodley is that he was able to completely neutralise Wonderboy and yeah. then you see that how many facets there are to yeah, his yeah. game and because and of, and how he neutralised Damian Meyer as well yep um, and I know Colby Covington recently yeah. did that but this he was took a beating you know, in the yeah yeah of course yeah the, the thing that the only thing I didn't like was he needs to learn how to check the leg kicks Wonderboy because a five round fight that's going to catch up with you maybe thought yeah. it's going to do me alright and uh-huh. And also his last few fights, his last probably just three come or off four knee fights surgery. have been five-rounders. Yeah, you know? he's just come off knee surgery. That's why he was out for so long. Yeah. Um, but something that shot me, do you know he's 34? Wonderboy. No. That's no, nuts. No, but I, a lot of these points guys or whatever yeah. and wrestlers, they they usually are late when yeah. they come in the game, aren't they? Like my mum actually yesterday when I, I was watching one of the fights back, yeah. she, uh, when I was, it was BS Bing and G, uh, yeah. GSP fight. And she noticed their age. It was yeah. like 37 or yeah. 38 or whatever. And uh, she was like, bloody hell, they're old, aren't they? Yeah. And I said, this is really, for a lot of fighters, especially the higher the weight, this is almost yeah. prime time moment, like now, you know? Yeah. I didn't know until I saw someone tweet saying, Stephen Thompson is 34, seriously. Mm. And I, I had no clue. I thought he was like a young, like maybe 28, 29 I still guy. thought he was in his 20s, definitely. Yeah. The thing, yeah, he's never smoked a cigarette in his life. Nah. No way. I quite like with... Um, his dad being the coach where he calls him Ray Thompson when he's yeah, a yeah. coach like he, he's not his dad when they're I coaching. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I like that as well. Yeah, it's kind of like a you can different the two yeah, difference between the two, yeah. If we if we play matchmaker now, um who do you put him in with next? Do you do you do the tail fight? Because the thi- I don't know, I mean see the um I think I I don't think Darren Till should be uh, up against Wonderboy just yet. I think that Donald Cerrone oh. is on the decline, um, so he's not quite top ten welterweight anymore as he was two years ago. Uh, so I think that Darren Till needs another. I think Till Covington's the fight to make. Yeah, I think that'd be a cracking fight. And the Brazil storyline, because yeah. he said he had all these. The Mike Perry fights not not no. the fight to make. Mike Perry, or even him against Ponzinibbio. Ponzinibbio. Wins. Yeah, if I, I mean, I would back Ponzinibbio to beat Mike Perry. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, if he beats Mike Perry, then you have Till against Ponzinibbio, yeah. because at least that's a bit more to it. That's what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. that fight would be more interesting, yeah, Yeah, the, the Covington one is, he, he's coming off as an asshole, but he is doing it nicely, where if, yeah. if you're going to be the bad guy, be everyone's bad guy, make mm. sure there's no one there that likes you. Right, yeah, yeah. And that thing in Brazil, I mean, we've seen far worse. It's been made a lot of, but oh, yeah. 
it obviously and Brazil's with, Brazil. Yeah, obviously it worked perfectly if if Till is saying like Brazilians are messaging him saying you need to kill this guy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Brazil's Brazil anyway. Like I yeah. say, so it's, it's a case of where you know when he'd be fighting now for the next four times in Detroit and this there yeah. and the other. He's not going to phase no. him. He's not going to be getting um, the big boos and whatever else. The but. thing is, there's a lot of stuff for UFC Liverpool. I mean, we're getting off Wonderboy, but if if you do Till Covington, I think you need to do it in Brazil for the whole... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have it I know in what you the mean. lion's den. The whole cult yeah. theme of it all. And, yeah. then, and then you have a masterpiece there where you take Till to England, he's a star. You take Till to Brazil... He's just defended their name against yeah, yeah. Covington. Yeah, then you've got him there as well. Yeah, that's true. I think they. Someone said on um, on a podcast I heard the other day. Somebody mentioned about how um, you know he, he they would take to him over in Brazil Absolutely. because of obviously his uh, you know of being living yeah. there etc. Yeah. They they do take to that type of malarkey. Yeah, but I think uh, going back to Wonderboy, I do think um, Damian Meyer matchup would be pretty interesting. Okay. There's there's one which if uh, I mention it now and I think you like the sounds of cons- assuming fights go the way we think they do, what about Wonder Boy against Carlos Condit if he comes through his fight in December just for a striking just war yeah, there? That'd be great. I, yeah, I'm I'm well excited to see Condit come yeah. back anyway. So I just love his chiselled elbows the way he moves. It kind of reminds me of Tony Ferguson in in that in a similar way but bigger. And the yeah. The thing with him is the fact he's had so long off. It might not take long for him to think this isn't for me anymore. No. So you may as well get him in the best fights you can. Uh-huh. Um, He'll be looking money as well. Yeah. You know what Wonder I mean? Boy the game's is, changed a little bit. Since Boy, he did. He's got the face, the name, just uh-huh. Wonder Boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's got that. All you have to do is play what we said last week. Play his highlight reel. You can get anyone to mm-hmm. watch it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But that division, that division is nice because. This is the thing in this division. With the matchups you have, you can lose and you can still go in to a fun fight. Like, Masvidal has lost and then he's gone straight in with Wonderboy. The weight division has been probably one of the most solid divisions for the last two or three years now, hasn't it, really? Even, to think, be fair. I think the thing more now is you've got characters. You don't just have talent there. Yeah. Since Silva lost the belt, that, that division's been a great division, actually. I mean, not saying that it wasn't before. I get, what, I get what you're but saying. It's yeah. been open, hasn't it? You yeah. know, like you just said, someone could lose this week and then the week after they could win yeah. again. So yeah, now nah, yeah, it's a, it is an interesting spectrum. Okay, so now we've got the three big ones. Mm. So Rose Namajunas against Joanna Jacek, <laughs> and I don't really know where to start here because this is um, where I thought you were going to be watching it, and so I literally text you. At about three a.m. in the morning, oh, yeah. just long text saying "fuck." Yeah, <laughs> really when I, I read that, I was I was lying on the bathroom floor, <laughs> head in hands, and I and I read it, and I just was thinking, "Who, who, and what? What's <laughs> happened? And what's happened?" Cause, but I knew something had happened. because yeah, <laughs> that came out, it had already been a mental card. Um, you had it kind of been a calmer start to the pay per view with Boracina looked good, but that we knew that was going to happen. Wonderboy Masvidal wasn't a war, it was more of a impressive strategic fight. Bang. You forgot yeah, what was, was happening here. <laughs> straight into the mix with that one. Why? Because Rogan said in the interview after and he said on a long list of the ways people thought you would win, yeah, yeah, knockout that's... is not the one. 
bottom of the list, like for she, me. Just to go like through the fight, then she came out of the start and she threw a nice leg kick to start. And yeah, it was kind of like I'm here. Yeah, yeah. To and stamp then, her authority and she, yeah. I and then Joanna tried to pump the jab out. She missed, I think, with like two shots. And then she got clipped with a counter right hand. And then it was kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> she stumbled her back a little bit, didn't she? And then, yeah, and then pff, the fug just I unloaded. Mean, I'm not the only one who made the comparison, but I texted you in the morning, didn't I, after the, the weigh-in. Mm. And I said, this feel has that weird feeling of home and rousey. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Rousey was trying so hard to rile up home and she just wouldn't bite. And it wasn't working. It was doing the opposite. Like she, like, when they asked her what she was saying, oh, like doing, and she freaky. was saying the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I, with the up close in Joanna saying, I'm going to take your soul. Yeah. You will never be a champion. You, I'm going to fuck you up and all this. Yeah. And she even said after the fight and she that Joanna just showed her every way of not to be a champion type yeah, thing. But you know? It was like she hadn't done anything the whole time and then they got to the face off um, where they can choose to touch gloves or not. And she put her hands on her, mm. and Rose pushed her off. And yeah, then it yeah. was like, now she's ready. Uh-huh. And then she landed that bomb, and she dropped her, and then she got straight back up against the fence. And then, but she didn't, did she? You know what I mean? It was like she tried to, you know, when the legs completely buckled. That's what happened to her, wasn't it? At first, yeah. and then the legs went boom. It, and then she, when she got back up, and John Anik said, uh, "The last five of Joanna's wins have been by decision." And then it was bang, and then she was dropped. And then I didn't clock quite what happened at first, but when you saw it with the slow-mo, where she tried catching it with the knee on the way down, and yeah, then she yeah. did the, like, Hendo-style yeah, jump Yeah, the H-bomb yeah. came in out of nowhere as well. Yeah, I did and enjoy I was, that. And then I was hyped. And then, and then, Joanna, you can't call yourself the boogie woman and then tap to strikes. I know. Feebly tapping and all. I, I can't have the tapping to strikes yeah. thing when... Maybe if you don't sell yourself like that, like with Cotto, I know it seems like it shouldn't be that much of an outrageous statement, but I don't know if you recall, he got stick for saying um, when he was going to have the rematch against, um, I forgot his name there, um, it'll come back to me, with the loaded gloves. Oh yeah, I know what you're on about. Yeah, yeah. but either, uh, either way, um, when that happened, and they said, he's prepared to die in the ring. Yeah. You said you're not. And he was like, well, why would I want to die in the ring? I've got a wife and I've got kids. So it was like, why would I want to die in the ring? And so you can kind of get away then. Um, Margarito. Margarito. Oh, yeah. Um, see, yeah. And you can kind of get away with um, like quitting if that's your... You say it, but when you're selling yourself as this killer, you can't then tap to strikes. No. Especially as you know the ref's going to come in any second anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cover up, take your licks, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. when you're in that position, you already are submitting. Yeah. So, just yeah, just play it out a couple yeah. more seconds more and it's over for you. And, yeah, that was, that was one of them where, usually with like a big thing, like when the Tail Cerrone happened, we said like, I'm, you might be able to hear me from yours. With this, I didn't even say anything. My mouth was yeah, just wide open. I was shot. like, what has just happened? Couldn't believe my eyes. And then there was Anik who was saying, we have a new queen of the division. Um, Rogan's gone. The lights have just gone out in Georgia. And then Cerrone's gone, Thug Rose! Thug Rose! Yeah. <laughs> he said it about nine Literally times. couldn't stop saying it. And that has just sold me on Call Me. Because I tweeted yesterday... 
I don't want yeah, no, he's quality for a, as a, as an anal- I don't want analyzer. like a robotic like um my mind's no, going, I know what you my mean. mind's going blank. Yeah. Dominic Cruz is better for the analysis, but yeah. he doesn't quite have the emotion. It's not that a color commentator. Uh-huh. Whereas Cormier, like you see him ringside, and you can see the grin on his face yeah. when he's doing it, and yeah, that yeah. translates so much better. Him and Rogan banks off each other definitely. Yeah, because yeah. there's the there's the respect there. Like mm-hmm. with um, uh, like Goldie, it was fun having that it's all over, but it made like the dramatic moments. It, it not always feel was like quite, a computer game. Yeah, it didn't he feel like sounded like a computer game. A mad moment time. when it's just a routine catchphrase. Yeah. That was like because Cormier said he had so many thoughts going through my head, and all I could think was Thug Rose, <laughs> Thug Rose. <laughs> It's got to be a rematch, though, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to get onto. I think of all the car, of all the belts that change hands, yeah. this is the one that you do the rematch in. Yeah, instant rematch, just because she she just deserves it, didn't she? I mean, you've got to give her a due course, and she should get a shot shot back. She did as well. The media after, which we've mentioned a couple of times, Connor has shown. You can be the trash talker. Yeah, just it's just how you handle after, it. After, make sure you're humble because yeah. that's how you keep people on your side uh-huh. and arguably get them more on your side. Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. Because I was thinking this, and with Rose, obviously she's proven that she's got it there, and it could just be like MMA maths, which fits perfectly for the next fight we'll get onto. Mm-hmm. But it could just be the MMA maths where she has Joanna's number. And weirdly, I think that could be the fight she'd have a better chance of winning because it's it's either going to be her or it's going to be Jessica Andrade, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Realistically, I think I I think someone just caught her, and and it's as simple as I don't, oh, that's the thing. I don't know because it wasn't like unless she just fully didn't recover from the first shot, but she looked a bit like out of sorts. I think she was focused so much on being this character. Yeah, that's yeah. Also, that I think. She massively was under the skin, and there was something else. I mean, when we spoke about it last week on the podcast, that we thought that maybe she might, you know, go for a, yeah. a, a finish, like, yeah. because she seemed like she had that bit yeah, in her teeth. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, she seemed like she did. Um, but then for the opposite to happen, yeah. But I think you know, if she did came, if she did come in again in the rematch as the underdog, in you know, in her own yeah. mind as being the underdog. I think she would. I think she'd go about things because completely differently. Matchup wise, I think you'd see Nama Yunus with the bookies as the underdog against arguably the top five of the division. Yeah, I think the only person she wouldn't be the bookies underdog with is probably Kovalkovic. Yeah, and which they fought before and she eked out Gadelia maybe after she's just been beaten by. Andrade, but yeah, because I feel that Cordelia's on. Yeah, I don't know. If it's she's hard, be isn't the it? Champ. Because she could be the next big star in the women's division. Like we said it jokingly on here, and we we don't want to be too like with like with those guys who are disrespectful to women's MMA. But it helps when you look a certain way, and she does look a certain way, as opposed to Yed Yeah, it helps for the market. 100%. Who you just cheek bony? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it does, 100%. I mean, And she's American. Which yeah, that's another tick of the box. She, they they kind of keep trying to sell her as Latvian because she's got some heritage there and maybe yeah. that will help. But it, it worked perfectly against Yedjecek because she plays the villain so well. And mm-hmm. Rose can't play anything other than like the good guy. Yeah. 
or like in her interview after when she's like, this belt doesn't mean anything, yeah, man. I just, wish, she, I just wish we'd have more hugs. I know we just hug each other. Yeah. And she had that accent <laughs> and she was like, how does this feel? And she was like, like, like butter. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, she was crying and that fits the bill perfectly. 100%. Yeah. And it's almost weirdly like something you can be drawn to. Someone that looks like the nicest person in the world, acts like the nicest person in the world, but then is also this complete monster when they get those gloves on. You do realise, though, that she's not going to... Um, she's not going to be fully marketed as a sort of... Uh, air, air commas here... Um, as sexy lady until she gets some long hair, yeah. but the f- the thing is, I think is, it that's... really suit like fits the hair because it's kind of like oh, I was gonna say like Mulan when she's going to war, she cuts the hair, and she gets <laughs> the helmet on to go to war, and it is kind of like she's just this like war more of a like, warrior. Ready. I get that, yeah, she is more looking like a warrior, but yeah, I, I think know. they've there's seen there's only her. so much you can sell and. Paige Van Zandt is the example every time. Yeah. Selling the looks only gets you so far. Uh-huh. I mean, it can get you the popularity there, but at the end of the day, people still want to see you win mm. and get behind you winning rather than getting behind you looking nice while you're getting beat up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And with her, it just seems like everything's just come together because it's hard to build a star in that division where there's so many people who are there to knock you off your perch. When you look at the names that Yedjecek has beaten to secure that run, so she's got Gadelia, Kovalkovic, Andraj, um, Esparza was in there, and then even there's so many more people out there that are mm. in that division that are capable on any given Sunday, to quote the phrase, turning up and winning. Yeah, yeah. And so if she can put a couple together, then that's where you've got the kind of thing there where you can build the star. Yeah. Um, when you look, I don't know if you would have seen this on Twitter, so she is trained with Trevor Whitman, who's kind of the guy who I hear all of the like MMA insiders refer to as like, this is the guy. If you if you can have your time with this guy, okay. and he can build you as like a fighter, not like alpha male, where you've got about 500 people in the gym. Yeah. Like he, I think the notable names in his camp is he's got Justin Gaethje, and he's got Nami Yunus. Okay. And her striking it was never... We haven't seen it that crisp before. No, no. I mean, 100%. it kind of came together with Watson, where she kicked that head kick, mm. and then she choked her out. But she's putting together flying arm bars. She's putting together... Yeah. She is fun to watch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she is looking good. And I mean, she is still young in her career as well. Yeah, she's 25. She, you know, and she's had, like, what? Less than 10 fights easily, and it's sort of about eight fights, isn't it? She came through in... Uh, the ultimate fight season. I think she may have lost. She Esparza, lost that, yeah, but yeah, because that was yeah, because the Sparza won obviously yeah. the initial one. Yeah, she? she's only a third champion now, and it's 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 quite it's quite funny to think that, uh, like no disrespect even to Carla Sparza, but no, it goes to show how how much the game's moved on. Yeah, um, since she, her, she as soon as her nickname was the Cookie Monster, that was like right. I've, just get out. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't interested in it when I was seeing her at the beginning. Yeah, but no. you, you've got some, you've got some like young dogs. Like you've got Cynthia Calvillo coming yeah. up. You've got um, Tatiana Suarez. You've got um, Alexa Grosso. And there's all these people coming up that are there at the wings, ready for when these people drop off. That's true. Yeah. Because for so long it was Joanna, Gadelia, mm-hmm. everyone else. 
and now you're seeing it's like there's a bit more to this division, and it's it's a very fun division. Yeah, because, and yeah. then obviously we're gonna have the the added of the flyweight division as well. Yeah, and for the women, so that's like, you know, that's gonna add an extra dimension Joanna to it. Joanna said she was gonna win this one and go up to try and fight the winner of the one two five, where you could have had her against Shevchenko, but now she said I'm 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 staying here. Okay, because they started asking her about the weight cut, and my thing is like. If she hasn't complained about it, don't bring it up because it looks like you're trying yeah. to give her an excuse. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like Mike Brown said, there's nothing, there's nothing there. And she said after she was like, "Don't compare me to Rosie because that's not there." She's like, "This is just I lost to the better person mm-hmm. on the night." She's like, "I'm not going to go in hiding because I've lost." No. Um. Yeah. The reason I was saying Gaethje is um. I'll show you it after this. He posted a video straight after, and he's like sobbing in his car and he's like this is the happiest I've ever been no for way. anybody <laughs> he's like I'm just so proud over the moon for his fans, yeah. for his teammate I mean that's that's a, him against Eddie Alvarez like, I can't wait for but that's that's a one for another day but with this her there so you would like her to have the rematch yeah I think that makes sense in my in my head um, I mean I depending on what she wants to do herself if, if Joanna wants to take that time away like a lot of fighters do like a lot because a lot of champions do say that you know that it's a lot of pressure it's a lot of this she's a lot of that been frequently fighting as well she yeah, hasn't been she a has. quiet champion yeah you're right for every five six months or so that she's yeah. fighting so maybe she takes nine months away a year away if that's the case the thing you risk then is the rousy thing where you think you're coming back to fight yeah, home like and you come back, back and there's Nunes there yeah, waiting yeah. for you mm-hmm. saying, I'm ready to make my name off you. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, so she's got a lot of thinking to do herself, I suppose, doesn't she? Yeah. But, because, yeah. I mean, it makes sense for her. I don't know what her deal will be to sit out and wait for that Yedjecek rematch. Mm. But I don't know how it'll go. I mean, she seems like even on the embedded like you see with some people and it seems forced when they're like a nice but she does seem like a genuine like nice like yeah yeah no she does yeah and I think Dana we saw I think it was you that mentioned it when we saw the McGregor build up and it was you could see just how good a promoter he can be when he has one guy that he's got to promote Mm. and if he kind of picks out like say he sits down in a room and he says, like, these are my five stars. Yeah. Let's... We're getting behind these now. Yeah, kind of Vince McMahon's them. I hate to keep going back yeah, to him. And right? he's yeah. like, these are the guys. And then you you promote them properly. And then yeah. you can have some, like, different angles on each stars. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because with her, she's not hard to promote. You promote her as American, hardworking. She's come back from her losses. She's worked harder. Yeah, yeah. She's beaten. The like baddest woman on the planet, yeah. and now she's here taking on all comers. She's dealt with adversity yeah. in her life, etc. So yeah, no, I think she would be yeah perfect. ideal. Um, I mean, if we uh, then get on to what most thought was kind of the main event of the night, so we had TJ Dillashaw defeating Cody Garbrandt. Mm. Which did any of us go for? Did you go for TJ? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I backed TJ, but I didn't back him to knock him out. No, that's for certain. Yeah, no, I didn't think TJ would knock him out, but just, just, the, just the build up to the week. It was like they were just letting TJ talk and talk and talk, and then it was like, bam, that knockout didn't happen. Yeah, here's the yeah, video. Here's the video. This Holdsworth thing didn't happen. Now he's doing an interview. Yeah, it was like everything at once. I wasn't massively impressed with the knockout video. I'll be honest. It was a knockdown, and I think to myself. Sure, that happens a lot. Yeah, but it know? was kind of like because 
Chiji actually said like you've never even knocked me down. But yeah, 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 I get it. He was just he had to make his yeah. point and mm-hmm. but that was where they had the great back back and forth, which obviously then played out the opposite way at the press conference where TJ's saying your conditioning isn't going to save you, and he says you can't condition your chin, motherfucker. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. And then Bispin chips, and he's like, "See, George, that's how you have a back and forth." <laughs> but comes out, um, TJ got the kicks in early. Yeah, um, traded a bit more than we thought it would, and it looked like it was like we've got a fight here. Yeah, and then Dillashaw, we mentioned last, uh, not Dillashaw, Garbrandt, I mentioned last week. He's got such a boxing style. Yeah, that 100%. he can do the other things, but he doesn't. And for someone with a boxing, lean on his style, boxing style, so often, but yeah. it's like he doesn't jab, and he yeah. has a jab, a nice jab when he uses it, and he relies on countering one shot, firing back three footwork. times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the worst thing that probably could have happened was he knocked him down at the end of that first round. Yeah, and thought I, I've got this. Yeah, and he was yeah. on queer street then, wasn't he? Because yeah. you saw him, he could 100%. barely get back to his corner. Yeah. And even uh, even Cody sort of like gave him a little gave look him finger, as yeah. if to say, yeah, yeah. and they gave him the middle finger as if to say, I've got you, boy, when yeah. you come back. I... When he came back out, they started trading, and it, I think he just thought, like, if we trade, I'm getting I'm the better gonna, here. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to knock here, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Obviously, it didn't happen. It was another moment where I was like, what has just happened? But then I was a bit disappointed. Because it was, was a serious like, head kick before yeah, the knockout, yeah. to be fair. And I was kind of like, I wish I had gone on longer. I mean, these guys are going to fight like mm. five times more. Yeah. Yeah, and someone said, young. you know, you could, you could, they could fight ten times and there'll be a different winner every time. Like. Definitely, because a couple more seconds left in that first round and we've got a complete different story. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. And yeah. then, obviously, he knocks him out and... I think the game plan would be different next time. I think Cody would be more educated and he'd step around the shots. Yeah. Um, but obviously he's taken that big shot. He's and then when he's got up and cut and T uh, TJ, I'm getting it mixed up. And TJ just screamed. Yeah, that was in unreal. his face. Yeah. And I saw people saying that's out of order. Nah. He's been giving him shit for yeah months and months. Yeah, that and was months. adequate. And. I've said on here before, I hate it when people have gone back and forth. The second it's over, they're like, come on, let's hug it out. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, even though they did, kind of. Yeah. They, you know, which I, I thought was good as well. But then there they was carried it on in the press conference after. True, it was back yeah. To yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least they had that, yeah, yeah. that in the ring quick show I of didn't respect. Like and then... That person on TJ's team jumping oh, yeah. up on the side of the octagon, it's like, yeah. you're not the fighter. No. Yeah, I think that happens a lot when you go. Yeah. A lot of people seem to get involved yeah. in their adrenaline and pushing that. But it was, it was like, just for a fight like that, you want a conclusive ending. And that was about as conclusive as it can be. And then they asked him, would you give the rematch? And he's like, I've just knocked him out in two rounds. Yeah. I lost. I had to fight my way back. And he fought Lineker, Asensio. He fought some killers to get back just to having a shot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I think with this division, aside from... We've got like I saw someone describe it as we're gonna have our own fabulous four mm. in MMA with uh, Garbrandt, Dillashaw, Rivera, and Cruz. Yeah, where they beat everyone else in that division, uh-huh. but against each other, they just, just keep... got some great fights. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's gonna be some Ric and, Flair, Ricky Steamboat business. And I, and I was la- I was kind of uh, laughed. At. I think it was by um, 
chat last week, I, I don't want to be too certain there, but when I said it's going to be mixed up when Rivera beats Cruz, and people are looking at that like it's going to be like it's impossible just, of happening. No, like, yeah, that's like, like, it's going to be a great fight. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we'll preview that close to the time. But mm-hmm. this, this, we've got a fun like matchup here. I mean, it makes sense for TJ. He's going to be hoping, please, Cruz win because he wants that. Of course. And it just shows MMA maths because Cruz has made TJ look silly at times, and then beat him on a split decision. Yeah. Then Garbrandt has absolutely toyed with Cruz, and then Dillashaw has just destroyed Garbrandt. It's crazy, isn't it? Because yeah, because I would back. Cruz to beat TJ again, but I'd probably back Cody to beat Cruz again. So yeah, it's it's a it's a great little division yeah, between mental. yeah between those ones. So the next what it looks like is next though is we've got Dillashaw against DJ, which is what they want to do. He well, yeah, that's what out. they're trying to push. Yeah, he called him out in the press conference. Can't see it happening though. Do you think he can make the weight? Because this is my thing. I don't think DJ's the going up type. No, he, it's going to be a one-two-five if they fight. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So he's TJ ah, dropping down. Even more interesting then. But it was interesting on the embedded mm. where he said, "This whole team says that I moved over here for Dwayne," and he's like, "I didn't. I moved over here for I forgot the guy's name. This conditioning guy." And he's like, "I feel so much better. I'm in the best shape." Yeah. And he said, "If this guy tells me I can get to one-two-five, but I can get to one-two-five, so." Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he's only five six, isn't he? Yeah, because TJ, he's, he, a, he's he saw a small how lean guy. He looked for yeah, he did look big though. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like just to touch back that moment then after he screamed in Garbrandt's face when he's like screaming after. That is like the most like pure like thing you can have. Like you've just had a oh yeah, that was emotion. fist fight, mm-hmm. and then you just let everything out. It's so yeah. cool when you, yeah. when you see that just yeah, the picture, great. and. I saw a comment and they said, in terms of winning the belt, has Dillashaw had the hardest road to a belt that anyone's ever had? Because he, they oh, said, what, leading up to this shot? Because, no, just like in terms of winning belts, because they said, if you look, he he went, he beat Barrow when Barrow was his yeah, monster. Yeah, and yeah when nobody Gar- was beating yeah, Barrow. And when he's beating Garbrandt, where everyone's like, Oh whoa! Yeah, this is this is the guy. And then also, if you think when he lost about, he he's then come off of great like performance since since losing to Cruz. The one against Lineker, I think any guy who isn't going to go toe to toe with Lineker as much as I like him is going to beat him. Yeah, yeah. If he can get you into his fight, then he's going to win. If not, then you then he's going to lose. He's going to knock you out. But is there anyone else that? could do that and not take like a single bit of damage against Lineker because I think Cody's going to get hit by him. I think Cruz's footwork mm. is more making you miss, but with Lineker, he throws about 10 shots, so he's going to at least bust you up. Yeah. And yeah. TJ was like flawless in that. Yeah. No, yeah, he was. So it kind of just reminds you, I think, even though you said he, was, he would win, I think we were kind of a bit guilty of getting just how good he is TJ yeah. because he is like if you think if the judges went differently for um the cruise fight which they could have then he's like legit like pound for pound uh-huh. contention yeah yeah exactly that yeah yeah so I mean yeah you would be yeah because I mean I don't know why but I always look at Cruz like almost like he's six foot yeah like he just seems big yeah like so I'm, I I'd imagine Cruz versus D 
DJ to be a weird he fight. Beat, he beat him previously. Yeah, I know he did beat him back in WEC at Bantamweight, yeah, wasn't it? But this is like, for me, it would make sense to do the fight at a catchweight. You kind of, if it's just one fight, you don't really yeah. need to do an interim because you've got enough fun fights to make just to kind of have a number one contender mm. kind of fight. And then you've got both guys, they're both keeping their belt, it's the incentive there. But they, they've said they're going to do it at one two five. so... We'll see what happens then, isn't it? Yeah, because, I, mean, I mean, if he can make the fight... Dana seems to love the, the idea of the fight, and I think we all do, because we want to see how good DJ is. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Yes, exactly that, because somebody said to me, what do you think? Do you think DJ will do him? And I said, well, I like, in my brain, it says, yes, like, technical ability and... and watching how DJ does things, but we've never seen him against this caliber yeah, of fighter. Yeah, it's, like it, it's as gonna he be it's now, gonna be you know? very interesting. Yeah, it will be. And be great. It's not one where I don't know if he said it helped, um TJ said. He said it was all these alpha male guys screaming on the outside of the cage and so when I got hurt that woke me up. I was like, I'm yeah. not losing to you. And he's not gonna have that with DJ. Yeah. No. And he's probably gonna come in as not really the bad guy, but he's not going to be the one people are cheering for. People, no. people love be, DJ. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So it's it'll be very interesting. I don't know how many pay per views it does, but it doesn't really bother me how many pay per views it does, nah, as long as I get a great to fight. Yeah. yeah, if I can see the fight, it doesn't bother me whether it does one buy yeah. or it does twenty. Nah. Or... Yeah, it's a fight for us anyway. So. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. And then that just finally then to close out this uh, pay-per-view, then Bisping GSP. Um, in a weird way, I would say it kind of went how people said it would go for Bisping and it kind of went how people said it would go for GSP because yeah, there was times where he wasn't big enough and Bisping was getting up. Uh-huh. But then it was like, then you saw just how technical GSP is and so it kind of like both guys showed why yeah, what makes a, them good. Yeah, it was real interesting to see uh, you know, how it was gonna open up, whether um whether, you know, it was just gonna be trying and catch yeah. straight up on the on the stand up. But I think it took what, three minutes or so before GSP sprung for a takedown. He looked a bit too scared of the takedown, I thought, Bis being like he looked like he wasn't willing to pressure too early on right through fear of getting taken down yeah but he, he wasn't like popping his jab out like he usually does. no did. which i think is a bit strange because bisping's made a career off of trying to stop people from taking him down because like that's much one thing that must really annoy him about being a kickboxer is that he can't really use many kicks yeah like because he when you're british and you and you come yeah. into the the american mma sphere Nine times out of ten, they're going to want to put you yeah. in the back. You know, yeah. So. Um, I mean, we don't need to do too much of a breakdown because, I mean, everyone's seen the fight, but there was the point where it looked like it was turning where GSP took him down, but then he was getting butchered from the bottom. Yeah. And split open. And then at that point, um, Bispin went to a 1-3 to favourite with the bookies. Really? Yeah, when I looked Ooh. in play. And That's it, mad. Because it looked like it was turning, didn't it? GSP yeah. looked really slow. Yeah, yeah it looked like... Basically, when we've seen GSP hurt and cut and abused before, he don't he doesn't react too no, well. No, and he was getting tagged as well. Yeah, and he was getting walked down. Yeah, but I mean, he came back like the true goddamn goat he is. Yeah, at, Jesus. At the time, I was fuming, but now it's kind of like, yeah, credit to you. 
It's the way he kind of like lulled him into a a false sense of oh what you want to get at. I love I'll let you was, get up. Oh, take your fucking back. <laughs> I was I was going to bring this up because. I thought that was so smart yeah. that he gave him that split like step back to yeah. then spring to, to back to move in. himself and yeah. then just straight onto yeah, I the back. That was really cool when I when I watched it back. And Jesus, did he slip that that arm under the chin? And then that was just like bisping to a T, wasn't it? He was like, so I'm, not, like I'm not tapping to you. <laughs> his, his face went from pain to to absolute solemn. He even just didn't even try. He was like, I'm just, not tapping. <laughs> I'll go out. <laughs> face was done. Yeah, he was like cold. Yeah, and that's that, interesting. It'll be nice to see. Yeah, I mean, he, he he left the doors wide open, didn't he, to of where yeah, what's going to happen in the future? I don't think he's defending that. I don't. No, think he's not a chance. No, no. I don't want to see him defend that bout. Like, I mean, him versus Whisker's a very very fun. Fight. Where does he go with it? Because he's kind of he's getting Whisker or he's getting Woodley. Yeah, but I'd love to see him fight Woodley. So I think I think he I gets think starched be, by Woodley. But I don't know though. I think um, he might be faster down at. I think a lot of weight. people are giving him less credit for beating Bisping in the way he did than he deserves in the I in that. I thought he just looked slow. Yeah, I think he he looked he looked slightly slow, but I think that's that's down to you know three years off, yeah, or whatever and, it's been, and, and also I think we, what we've got to remember is Michael Bisping hasn't lost in yeah, four or five years almost now, and the fights that yes he's won a few. Uh, you know, decisions that we've all been a bit, hmm, could have gone the yeah. other way. But the point being is, he took those fights to the decision yeah. and took them five rounds and he didn't get stopped by his yeah, opponent. No, no I, I I thought maybe just... Woodley is just a guy where I've gone from not giving him too much of a chance against Lawler to I don't see how anyone's going to beat you. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough as well, really. Like, yeah, Because I don't see... Uh, him getting taken down too easily by GSP. Nope. He's sufficient enough. GSP can yeah. get back to his takedown ways. Yeah, but I mean that was a different game. He's sufficient enough in defending himself on the ground. He's that super fast, and he's just got like bombs in both hands. Yeah. If you're going to stand with him, which GSP's not going to stand with him. I don't. That's think the thing. That's like. Oh. But yeah, it's it's. I think in terms of Whitaker is going to be very big for him. Whitaker's going to be faster than Bisping is. Yeah. He's going to hit harder than Bisping does. And I don't know if he's going to be faster. I, I think Bisping still looked athletic. He still had that athletic side to him. He was spinning back kicks and, yeah, and whatnot. And I mean, like, it's hard to write a man off when they've just beaten Jacare and Yoel back-to-back. And it's like, mm. I'm not picking against you again. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and the thing is, they got that UFC um, 221 booked in Perth. GSP's not going to the, over to Australia to defend nah, the belt. Nah. And then they're not booked in Canada nah. again for a long time. So he wouldn't like, get enough money to go and do that. That would be so a similar like, malarkey wait? to the McGregor yeah, thing, I'd imagine. So it's like, do you wait? What do you do with that Perth card? Do you have him fight someone else in the meantime and have... Um, Whisker defend the interim in Perth, and then if he wins, then you set up an even bigger fight. It's kind of yeah, like so I don't know because look, I feel, I feel GSP's not going to be around forever. No, he's not. He's not. He hasn't come back for a long stint. I don't feel. I think he's come back for a do, good few fights, three fights maximum. Do we think the UFC just throws their hands up, gone? 
Let's do it. GSP, Conor McGregor. <laughs> there you go. Why? Because that was the plan when Diaz beat him. They At had what one seventy. They had GSP in the crowd there to come in the octagon after and then make this mega fight. It would have to be for a bout, though. I don't know if it does because they could make one. Yeah, it's like, kind of <laughs> like could make a bout. Yeah, you for know, that. like the WBC does, where it's like no bout on the line. Here's the super diamond money. Oh belt. yeah, 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 yeah. It could kind of be like this is just two guys. Two great two fighters. Of the, two of the best ever, they'll yeah. say. Let's see who wins. And they could probably do it at around Welter. Yeah. Or you're going to have to... Because do I don't think weight. GSP is going to come down him. any lower. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I know how it would go. Yes. But... I think Michael Bisping's probably got a better takedown defence yeah. than Conor McGregor But has. can you sell a bigger fight than that? If no. Like, no, well, yeah, you can. John Jones versus Conor McGregor, but, I mean, but that'll never happen. Yeah, but, I mean, GSP came back, and his lowest. But when you think of the numbers they used to do, mm. his lowest ever pay per view numbers are five hundred k. Yeah, which I think the UFCs have two or three over that this year. Right. So it's like, and neither guy loses anything by yeah. losing to the other one. GSP was not just a, a big draw. He was. He was Canadian sports personality yeah, of the I mean, year. Constantly, I don't, I'll, I'll say, I don't want that guy. fight to happen. Nah. But, but I mean, wow, we say that. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing GSP beat the fuck out of him. No, would I? But it's kind of like I want. Ideally, I want the Woodley fight. Yeah, we but, want some some of the purest stuff. Yeah, more I mean, the, yeah, real. If, if before we close this card out, what Bisping says he's not retiring. Mm. There's a UFC London card there. It's a fight me, night, though. I don't know if that's. I think you can have him have his final fight at home, and then there's guys queuing up to fight him. He's oh he's, yeah, <laughs> he's talked shit to that many people. Everyone's like, he could fight Silver again. That's he could a, fight. He, Do you know what I think? The, we might have just never happened. You about to say Diaz, brother? No, I, was thinking, I wasn't. But I imagine I, that. I like imagine that Nick Diaz. Yeah. Jesus, that'd be what? some fight. His. Nick wouldn't even attempt to take him down. He'd be like, well, you want to yeah. bang, bro? Because, yeah. <laughs> like, his, his premise was, I'm not going out after just being choked out. No. Yeah, yeah. I can understand where he's coming so, from. London is going to sell out regardless. I mean, why not give him Vitor? He can avenge the loss. Yeah. Yeah, that's and true. Can, and he can go out there. Yeah. Because... He's on an avenging mission. I want Rockhold suffering with that loss. I want him taking that to the grave. Yeah, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, so he can never that avenge eats that. Away him. Yeah, I saw yeah. some saying Weidman, but I don't really want to see Bisping getting ground out for his last fight. No, no, yeah, yeah, that won't be great. Um, Yo- Yoel is the other name being said. I don't Little. know. That fight terrified me before. Yeah. Did yeah. you? Do you see? He was going back and forth with Masvidal, and that's not all I'm going to say here. But there was a bit on the embedded, and he's like, and I've got my bodyguard in the corner, so I don't even have to put my hands on him. And they panned it round, and it was Yoel going, I'm still here, boy. No way. <laughs> yeah, and he looks absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Speaking of bodyguards, just before we end that, yeah. just, uh, did you, you, can you remember the, the MC from the POW rhythm? Uh, you know, remember yeah, 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 yeah. Can you remember an MC named Napa? I know the name. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, basically, he is Chris Eubanks' bodyguard. 
like <laughs> as now in nowadays like it's just weird how things work out <laughs> isn't it Napa yeah and if we if we close out our UFC we won't give too much of a breakdown on it and we'll do more of a review because I think we've done UFC like to death here kind of for Poirier Pettis if you just give me a quick say I've got a timer of 30 seconds on the clock and I'll yeah. just say like who are you, who are you picking and, and why uh, Dustin Poirier just because he's he's looked better for me in, in his last four or five fights overall um yeah, I, I, I don't really think Pettis has is, is got much left to give, unfortunately. That's it. All right, I'm going the opposite to you. Pettis, admittedly, I am a bit of a fanboy of him. I've said it for a couple of fights, but he's one of the guys that I was drawn towards when I started watching UFC, and it always helps when you have someone to cheer on. Um, I think my first UFC heartbreak was watching him get mauled by RDA. Well, wow, tuned in expecting him to just do his thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Kick Kicking him to off death. Yeah, the cage and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that didn't happen. And I think the thing is um, that I don't know how much of a disciplined fight Poirier can do for five rounds. Um, I know Pettis has the cardio there, particularly at lightweight, and he doesn't really get knocked out. He's been stopped, I think, once, and that was um, against Holloway, where he had that horrible cut. Yeah. That horrible weight cut, and then I think he stopped between rounds, uh, even. And I think it has to be a good fight with these two. Because yeah, I think so. I don't think they're going to put each other out with one shot. No. And so I think we're going to have some nice back and forth. But yeah, yeah, I'll go with Pettis. I think he's in it for the war. I think he, he's he's got the pretty boy kind of look, but I think he's he's down for the war when it gets there. And yeah, on the fair. ground, obviously, he's a, he's a sneaky guy mm-hmm, when it gets mm-hmm. on the ground. Yeah. So we'll have some fun talking about that next week. Yeah, and just to close us out then, so Arsenal have now lost another big game away. 3-1 to City. I mean, if we just get the decisions out of the way. So the penalty I thought was soft, but I can see why it was given. Um, it was offside, but they missed about eight other chances. So I didn't really have many complaints. Yeah. About it, and I'll, if if I just say, regardless, we know it's not going to happen. But are you fully like Wenger out now? Like, oh yeah, for me, I mean, it, it it was this this time last year. To be fair, yeah, I'd already agreed. sort of given up. But I don't know, man. He's making silly, silly, silly decisions now. Why, why was Lacazette not starting? Lacazette on the bench again for the second biggest game of our season yeah. and he's on the bench for for the second time and we've got Francis Cochran God love him in centre back yeah like, when you you've just sold um, Gabriel I mean he, he wasn't yeah. great but you sold him for but less than 10 million but he was a centre back yeah yeah that's what he did you had Rob Holding on the bench yeah and then me and Liam have travelled for that shit show on Thursday if you're going to rest Lacazette then why couldn't you play him on Thursday this is this is our, my problem as well is with the I don't it's think all well and good. Done yet. I would be surprised if he has. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if he has. But this is this is something that's, that's sort of annoying me as well at the minute with Arsenal is, um, things like the Carlin Cup and Europa League and that. Yeah, they're great for fringe players and they always have been for our sort of clubs. Yeah. When I say our sort of clubs, I still put us in there with. Oh yeah. United, the I'm not, I'm not dropping us out of that. Yeah, no. but the problem is now we're getting to a stage of where. You know we're not winning as much trophies as we could possibly be winning. No, and um, the team that they did put out against uh, Belgrade on Thursday yeah. was a shocking team. Yeah, they, 
the fact that probably only five or six of them lads have probably got Premier League you numbers like, this season. Do you got to, you can play them like we know we know the deal with those cups, but it's like at least have some experience around yeah, them so that they're not out there on their own because completely. Walcott was the captain who's not yeah, going to tell it. Yeah, baffling. Yeah. I think those games you give Wilshire the captaincy because Oh definitely. He was the he was the guy who if something was gonna happen, he was the guy that was like he's gonna make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you put him there with no support and he was dropping back to get the ball and he was looking forward. Got Maitland Niles, who's a good player and you play him at left back. They keep putting him just all over the place. Yeah, left and back, then you were playing wing. Reese Nelson at right back and yeah. then you were playing Walcott who we could spend an hour and a half just on Walcott. Yeah, Walcott alone is is there. He must have some sort of special hold over Wenger. I think the things that Ox was been for, Walcott is the same with a couple more goals each year. Yeah, yeah, and it's Um, like a couple more injuries. Yeah, it's (laughs) like it's just you don't see there's there's no light at the end of this tunnel because it's like yeah you get it was like yeah we had Alexis and Ertzil but we still didn't build at the back and then it was like we bought a defensive midfielder. With Xhaka, and then I don't know what they've done to him, but no. I didn't ever see him give the ball away this he, much before. Yeah, I mean it's like you get Lacazette, you don't play him, and then Alexis and Ertz are going to go. So it's like, what are you doing? There's, no, you don't play Lacazette, but when you do play him, he scores. So like, what's the big deal? Because like, even just looking at the Premier League top goal scorers, he's up there. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's in yeah. the top five. I think, and, he, and he's. He gets brought off every time he scores. Yeah, he comes on and he He's scores. He's not going to score then, a hat trick because no, that's then, not going to be allowed. Did, remember, they, we were two one down to Stoke and they brought him off in the sixty like eighth minute for Theo. It was like, what are you doing? Yeah. You've lost the plot. Yeah, yeah, this is not what's going on. If the club, it doesn't. It's not just Wenger because right to the top, there's no ambition there. You've got people are just taking their money from the club, um, and then. The AGM, they won't even address the fans. They walk no. off and they say, "What was it? Read the Guardian if you want to. If you want to read. If you want to know more." Yeah. Um, and so can't fault them for investing, but it's not investing enough compared to the other teams. My problem is, I can see us slipping into like the mediocrity of yeah. just fifth, yeah, and sixth, and just sort of so not getting terribly bad because what we need is for us to have a very, very bad. Gazidis said we're overperforming. Yeah, see, this is this is bizarre. We need to have, but then I mean, football manager speaks volumes. He's, Take over Arsenal football manager most of the time. Yeah. They just want you to just finish top half. He said he said last year was a catalyst for change. Where's yeah. the change? I have no idea. If, I mean, I don't. I'm I'm not going to put it out there and say he's the best man for the job. But in terms of like a stopgap, would it not be the ideal thing to do? Get rid of Wenger, over Mars. You're the director of football, Ancelotti. You you can be a guy until yeah. we find our our next guy. Yeah. You come in, see what you can do with this team. Try and improve people the best you can. Yeah. At least show the fans that we're trying to yeah, do something. It needs a different direction completely because at the minute it's almost like it's. it's I've I've often described this before. Last season I said about this that Arsenal is almost like a dictatorship. That we that when Wenger first took over our our beautiful country. And he invoked revolution. All the change was right and it was needed. Yeah, it's and everyone, really good when it's going well. Exactly, and everyone needed that change. But now, 40 years on, yeah. we're still trying to fucking make electric yeah. by spinning a wheel. You, but the countries around us have, have gone to the moon. Do you know that the staff, like in terms of the day-to-day, the people who are doing the tills and things, are in the bottom three of the Premier League in terms of average wage? 
and you think they make more money than anyone on a match day. They don't spend the money. And now the people who work for the club aren't even getting the cash. It's an oligarchy system. Mr. Wenger rules. And we've got another two years of it. Minimum. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. At least. (laughs) And I mean, you're pissing players off. Giroud does everything he can. Uh Uh-huh. And he's still not going to be the guy. No. Whilst we've got Lacazette, Alexis and Ertzil. And there's got to be a point where it's like, if you're not staying, go and we're not playing you because it's not worth it. I don't see the problem in trying to chuck two men up front and Lacazette and Giroud and Ale- letting them see what could happen. Alexis and Ertzil look like they're playing enough so they can't be accused of not playing. Mm. But they're playing enough so it's like, once the fans have got their back turns, they're doing this behind their back yeah, in there, exactly and they're that. saying, see you later. Mm-hmm. Spurs are beating Real Madrid in the Champions League, and we're putting on Twitter that we've bought new dog coats yeah. for Alexis. <laughs> yeah, literally. And you're going on about it. And we're going to, oh, and also I'll tell you what we're going to do, because it's because oh, it's November the 1st, we're going to take a fucking Christmas photo with Christmas <laughs> jumpers on. Oh, it's not what I want to see from Arsenal. We do this all the time, oh, no. and I really don't understand. Like we're the only club in the country oh, no. that makes a mockery of ourselves week in, week out. West Ham, maybe it. I'll put them in there. With, they, they do a good job as well, but we're not. Yeah. We don't want to be coupled up with West Ham. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Oh, it's, it, it, it's like you said. I do fear it's going to take something horrible to happen yeah. before it gets any better. And mm-hmm. at that point, you want to hope you can come back from it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because United yeah. have the luxury... Almost like what happened to Chelsea three years ago, whenever yeah. it was, but when it finished them, 12. United or... have the luxury of knowing that they've got an owner that's still going to give them 500 million. Yeah, yeah, there as was opposed United to fans... us who might collate because the Mets are now yeah. doing better. There were United fans complaining that they didn't get enough money spent this year. Mourinho didn't have an open checkbook like Guardiola. He spent 400... Uh, Guardiola's starting lineup was worth 445 million. Jesus. It's, it's, it's just ridiculous. And like yeah. we said, it, it's not going to change anytime soon. So we just got to kind of buckle up. Yep. Enjoy what we can of the ride. That's it. Enjoy some late comebacks against <laughs> West Brom. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and some more lovely goals yeah. that just pop up over yeah. and again from the Arsenal. Until then, I mean, me and Troy best go now and cry. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of us. But, um, thanks again for listening to another episode of the Spitballing Pod. We'll be back again next week with a bit more for you. Uh, as always, if you could leave a review on iTunes, if uh, you could leave a comment on SoundCloud, all that business. And uh, thanks again. Bye.